Some of the best-loved films of their age were absolute flops when they came out. Conversely, no one likes Avatar, yet it's the biggest blockbuster film ever. In truth, no one knows anything. But as creatives, we can use that to our advantage. Welcome to Morning Creative. I'm Mark Stedman, and this is the daily podcast to help you say goodbye to your clients and get paid for your own creative work. So, pop quiz hotshot, uh, name this film. It was written in four weeks, based on characters that already existed, based loosely on fact. The script sold for an equivalent of $3 million today. Roger Ebert, famous film critic, gave it two stars, just the two. It ended up doing absolute gangbusters in cinemas. The screenwriter was William Goldman. Um, In 2023, this film has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 90% from critics. The film in question is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Now, Goldman also wrote The Princess Bride, which is now beloved as a piece of postmodern, self-referential pop culture. But when it came out, it was an absolute flop. It was based on a book that he wrote, actually. He, he wrote the novel in the, the 70s, I believe. So what does this tell us? It tell us it tell us that nobody knows anything. That's what it tell us. Goldman um, has spoken and written about this, this very fact, um, going on to say that not one person in the entire motion picture field knows for a certainty what's going to work. I don't know about you, but I remember Waterworld. I've never seen the film, but I remember the hype. Remember when films used to get what felt like a year's worth of hype? You know, think about Jurassic Park. It felt like we were being sold, pre-sold that film for for a couple of years. Waterworld felt the same, and it was an absolute turkey. But then Hollywood learned its lesson. A few years later, and we got Avatar, and... I don't know about you, but how many times do you think about Avatar? It's not that many, I don't think. It's probably not as many as men uh, think about the Roman Empire. But um, it it was all right. It was okay. And yet, Hollywood has told us that we absolutely love it. We are mad for these little blue beings. And it's to me, what that signals is... We put so much money into this film, into this franchise, and James Cameron is behind it so much. We cannot have this be a flop. We have to tell people that they love it so they come to the next ones. And it all just tells us that we cannot know what's going to work. So how does this relate to us? For one thing, I think it is an invitation for us to not be too attached to the supposed outcome of our work because it could go either way. We could put so much work into something and it could be, I mean, I say either way, it could go, it could go a number of ways. It could be an initial flop and then start to really gain momentum. And, And let's be honest, I think most things are like that. They're not necessarily a flop because a flop is still kind of a response from an audience. Whereas actually most of the time, we get no response from an audience, and then over time, things start to build. You know, think about shows like The Office, the original UK, Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant, The Office, kind of went out without much of a fanfare, as did Monty Python, as did a lot of 
later in the evening to late at night BBC Two sort of comedy shows. So something can be that initial sort of, you know, and then it starts to build. Or you could find that people really, really dislike it. And I think that tends to be, that's the thing that we fear the most. But I think that's so often not the case. We we don't get that visceral reaction of, I hate this. We tend to get what can sometimes be the harder thing of just, you know, just nothing. Just it sort of deflates. And it so often has no bearing on the effort that we put into things. And I think maybe a lot of the time it is actually converse. There is, I think, sometimes this reverse correlation because depending on how you operate, sometimes we can feel the effort that's gone into something and not in a good way. We don't yet know all the elements that are going to make a piece of work beloved by someone. What's going to... What are the secret little bits? And I think sometimes they are so subtle, it's really, really hard for us to nail down. And I reckon AI will tell us in about 20 years. And lastly, sometimes the people who are paid to have the correct opinion are wrong. Roger Ebert, one of, he's probably the, along with um, Siskel, the two most respected film critics of all time. And Butch Cassidy got two out of five stars. Now, you know, there's taste and we we follow the critics that we kind of triangulate our own sense with, but don't take someone's opinion necessarily as gospel just because they've called lots of shots correctly before, because it does not mean that they're going to call the shot correctly. And it doesn't mean that what they deem as a great piece of art is going to resonate with other people and the other way around, because it turns out we're all different. So a couple of closing questions for you. Um, firstly, what are the people who don't like your work wrong about? What are they not seeing? What are they not getting? And I, I don't necessarily mean this in a defensive way of, oh, you're not seeing this beautiful piece of, you know, whatever. But just as a way of thinking, if you get that negative feedback from someone, if you get constructive feedback, it might be worth just thinking about what have they missed? What what haven't I necessarily communicated here? And then the second one, a little bit more introspective and a, a bit more challenging is what in your work might you currently be wrong about? Well, that is it. Uh, thank you so much for listening today. And thank you to Michael Osborne and Amit Kapoor from the Famous and Gravy podcast for cluing me into the whole world of William uh, William Goldman um, and uh, and Butch Cassidy and etc. Um, you, if you want to have a chat, you can get in touch with me at mark at morningcreative.fm. And if you know someone who's struggling with confidence in their own work at the moment, then do share this episode with them. Um, you'll find it at morningcreative.fm. You're doing fantastically, and I look forward to speaking to you again next time. Take care.